Every Thursday, Andy Griffin sits down and hashes it out with the mayors of Southern Utah. What's going on in your town? Find out now. It's Mayor Thursday on News Radio 94.9, 890 KDXU. And I am Andy Griffin. I'm live from Hash House at GoGo. We're trying, we've got something a little different today. Mayor John Pike is with me, but he's with me via the telephone. Mayor Pike had an emergency situation, had to get up to Salt Lake City today, but uh, he did commit to still spending a little time with us this morning. Mayor, how are you? I'm doing great, Andy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm over in our usual spot. It feels a little weird without you sitting next to me, though, John. Well, it feels weird to me, too, and, and I'm missing not having that uh, premier Andy Griffin. Uh, let's see, what was it? Was it tangerine? Tangerine uh, pineapple. pineapple, yeah. Drink. It's, that's pretty good stuff. <laughs> it is good. I love our friends at Hashtag Go-Go, so please stay hi to everybody for me there. Thank you, uh, Mayor. Again, Mayor John Pike from uh, St. George City, uh, and uh, he is not physically with me today but he is mentally with me he's on on the phone line uh from salt lake i hope everything's okay you said you had to make an emergency or quick trip everything's gonna be yeah, all right, right it is okay but yeah i'm with a couple of my colleagues and we've just gotta go to a meeting up here that's important uh in terms of some funding that we're working on so so yeah we'll be uh if all goes well we'll be back in time for city council that starts at five o'clock <laughs> it's going to be a very quick trip for you, isn't it? Quick wow. trip, yep. Well, a couple of topics that you guys are, have put out a couple of surveys, and you're kind of trying to get the feel uh, about some things that, that we want to talk about here on the show with Mayor Pike. Uh, I guess we maybe talk about Internet and Internet speeds and, and what maybe the future might hold with St. George City. Tell me, tell me a little bit about what you guys are looking into, Mayor. Well, we've, we've had over uh, over the last few years, talk with us about internet speeds and um, and with more and more of a focus on tech and 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 also as part of that people working from home people streaming and using the internet so much it's almost become you know uh, like a, a an average utility if you will that's that's um, you know greatly needed and and so we we just uh, we thought well, the best way to get at this is to put out a survey ourselves, see if we can get a high percentage return on those surveys. Um, I think we have approximately 34,000 uh, households uh, in the city, and so we're we're hoping that we would get, you know, 3,400 surveys back. Uh, that would be a, a large percentage, a good sample. Um, and so that's what we're doing. We just want to see what people think. Uh, about their current service, uh, kind of an idea of what they're paying, what speeds they have, if they're satisfied with that. And, you know, honestly, there are no foregone conclusions. I don't know uh, what the outcome might be. Um, and, and you know, there might be various ways or no ways that, that we as a city could help. But we think we ought to be asking the question, much like we talk about loads and water and power and and we are asked to be involved to structure and utilities are provided so that's that's really what's going on we're not trying to get into the the internet business for sure 
but right. we may be able to be involved in in helping to make sure that that needs are addressed. Let's uh, maybe say it say it that way to be as clear as I can. Okay. Now, first of all, I want to say I did fill out the survey. It took all of about two minutes, you know, yep. and and, and uh, offered my opinion on it. Uh, and 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 second of all, I I'm guessing you're getting kind of your thoughts and inspiration from some of the other cities, even in the state of Utah. That have, that have done some things to help improve uh, Internet quality. Uh, you know, like you said, it's become really, it's, I'm not going to call it a necessity, Mayor, but honestly, yeah. do you know a house that doesn't have some sort of high-speed Internet connection? And if, if it doesn't, then you're probably paying a lot in data fees with your cell carrier if you have a cell carrier. So, uh, again, I, right. I'm, guess, I'm guessing you got the inspiration from some of the other cities in Utah. Yes, I mean we we've talked to a number of of other cities, um, and you know we've had discussions uh, over the years, even with some of the providers. And you know it's funny you talk about you know high speed or uh, you know Wi-Fi, and it's interesting. I had some discussion with with our friends at uh, InfoWest just this week, and they actually said, believe it or not. They still have a few people on modem service. Um, how would that dial-up, dial-up service? How would that be? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, no. <laughs> and so that's that's not many, but there. Are, it's pretty funny. They actually have some, um, and and so my point is, there are people on all types of things. Um, I I happen to go through them, and and certainly um, with their the technology that they utilize. Uh, you know, they, they have some good speeds, and I found it to be better than what I had before. Um, but there are just various needs. Uh, some people might really, you know, be able to work from anywhere, work from home, not necessarily at an office. But they're the ones we often hear from saying, hey, you know, I've got to have better service. And, and, and you know, the new areas of town typically get those improved services, Um because it's a lot cheaper to install uh, for those uh, companies. It's cheaper to install in a, you know, brand-new subdivision. But getting into some of the existing subdivisions, it is more expensive, and we understand that. We're just – one of the things we'd love to learn from this, if there are a lot of people and, you know, we're asking for addresses if they'll tell us, you know, uh, we want to be able to share that information uh, with – some of these businesses and say, hey, look, there's a, there are a lot of people that in this area would support and would pay to have, you know, higher speed internet. Would you go in there? I mean, there's, it can be as simple as that. Uh, there might be other models, and there are other models. There's sort of the good, bad, and the ugly, you know. There have been successes with these kinds of things in other cities, and there have been failures. And so, you know, we simply would want to learn what the needs are first, and then kind of see if there are ways that we can and 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 should help. And like I say, no foregone conclusions. Um, but I think it's uh, we are we we have a lot of people that are saying yes, please, thank you for looking at this. You know, and mm-hmm. we have others that are concerned and they're saying, hey, don't compete with private business. But that is not our intention. You know, we don't want to be in that business. But we might be able to help somehow. Uh, to see that, you know, maybe it's addressed better than what it currently is. And if we're a, a city that wants to uh, to grow our economic uh, base and our wages and our uh, diversity uh, in our economy, 
I think we've got to be asking these kinds of questions and make sure that we're aware of, you know, what the needs are um, throughout the community. Yeah, you know, and you, you actually have talked about it. I, I know you need to be careful how you word things, but, um, uh, you know, I really am wondering about specifics. You said there's no foregone conclusion, Mayor, but does that mean that uh, you guys uh, want to maybe put in some kind of – I'm thinking of Google Fiber, I think is what it's called up in Provo or yep. something like that. And then how would that work with our current – you know, I think the big three in town are what, InfoWest, uh, uh, AWI, yes. and PDS? Century how, how would that, AWI. Yeah, how, how would that work with them? Well, you know, again, I, I like I say, I don't really know, but because I don't want to assume too much, but, but you know, one of the things that is really at issue is uh, fiber, you know, and that's really what I was referring to in terms of getting, you know, that kind of uh, infrastructure to homes. Um, and so some of those companies you mentioned – they, they're not in that business. Some of them are. And so, you know, typically what's happened in other areas is, you know, you might have a, a company that, that lays fiber, you know, utilize that other Internet service providers uh, like, let's say, InfoWest, uh, utilize that, that fiber. It's, it's again, it's like a, a car on a, on a road, you know. Someone puts the road in, and that's usually a municipality in those cases, but someone puts mm-hmm. the road in, and then, you know, someone uh, buys or provides the vehicle. And so that's, you know, some of those kinds of things, to me, that would be an important aspect is that there are still, um, you know, that there are multiple options in terms of who provides your actual service. Uh, and, and there still could be even multiple uh, options in terms of who pr- uh, provides the uh, infrastructure as well, you know. So again, no foregone conclusions, but there are other models throughout the state and um, and elsewhere that you know we could look to, and we we've done a little bit of of looking already. But but again, we we're not committed to any uh, outcome here. We really would like to see what the needs are. Let's not assume anything. Let's see what the needs are and. Okay, then, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah. Now, my, I, I'm going to throw a curveball here. My son is actually here. He is uh, 27 years old. He lives in Provo. And I, you know, with my job as a sports writer that I did for many years uh, in uploading graphics and photos and things like that, uh, anytime I covered something in Provo area, I was able to get on their super fast network. And, AJ, if you don't mind for a second, can you tell us about what Internet is like in Provo, uh, what the cost is for this the services that you guys get and how fast it really is. Um, yeah, so the, the thing that's really nice is that everyone in Provo uh, has the chance to get free Internet, actually. Really? Um, so I think it's uh, – I can't remember what the speed is, um, but there's a certain speed that's free, and then uh, if you're willing to pay the extra fee, which we pay, uh, I think, $70 a month, we get a gigabit Internet, and it's pretty fast. A gig. Wow. You know, and I'm talking about, you know, at my house, a 30 megabyte download is, is pretty good. So a gig is, and that's certainly something, Mayor, you know, as you talk about, is that certainly something that um, has got to be on your mind? Because if, 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 if the Internet and Internet access is so ubiquitous and so important to all of us, faster is definitely going to be better, and it's going to improve quality of life for residents of St. George. Yeah, and, and again, if we're trying in our – our modern economy here to, to make sure, you know, 
and you know wherever possible ahead of the curve you know that's going to be important we want people to locate here for all of the reasons that are you know great about st george and we in my opinion we wouldn't want to ignore something as important as um internet speeds yeah yeah good okay i think we've got seth on the line seth are you with us this morning for sure What's on your let mind? Me, let me ask: are, are, are we? You mentioned AWI. I'm an ADWI person. Um, I have an account with them. They provide my internet, and uh, they show me their radiation curves when they come in the house. I ask them for it, and then uh, I decided I didn't want uh, Wi-Fi and radiation in my home, especially several feet away from my head when I'm sleeping and the wife is watching movies. And so I paid about $200 to AWI to come out and install Ethernet to the TVs and to the uh, computer areas so there is no Wi-Fi in my home. Now, uh, is AWI and, and what you're talking about, are you going to be providing uh, 5G and 6G that they're, they have other places in the state? Is it going to happen in St. George and the surrounding area? Um, this doesn't have anything to do with 5G or 6G. Um, it, this, is, this is purely what we're talking about is, is you know, potentially – uh, fiber, and uh, and and you know again, providers. There would still be uh, multiple options, uh, as far as I'm concerned. You know, and and again, uh, getting into the details, it's a little early yet to do that. I would say it's a lot early because we're still in the gathering phase, probably for another you know six or eight weeks. You know, but but yeah, I I think there are still going to be uh, lots of options. Some of the options are. Like mine, I don't have access to fiber. Um, uh, mine is uh, through, what would you call it, Mark? Microwave? Point-to-point, for example. That's And I think that's what AWI does. And uh, so AWI, InfoWest. Now, InfoWest in other markets, and, and I think even in our market, has access to fiber. Because, uh, like I say, there are multiple ways to do this and multiple costs, mul- multiple speeds. So I, I would think that you would still have uh, those other options. And, uh, and again, the, the price is going to be, you know, uh, uh, have an effect or be affected by the speeds and the, the type of service that's being provided. Well, uh, uh, they, they have access uh, from a tower out in the middle of the field here in Central, and it beams directly to a, a dish or a receiver on the roof, and then it goes to your router, and then the router broadcasts it through the house. Now, I guess I'm not sure. Uh-huh. And, and I, uh, I'm not really sure what the difference is between fiber and Ethernet. Fiber and Ethernet. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the difference is? Yeah, I I don't really know. I, I bet there's a smart guy out there right now going, "You guys are dummies!" But uh, that's we, right. Well, I, we're I not educated that, enough to know. Yeah, I I know that when I hook my um, 
Ethernet in, it's emitting light where it comes into the uh, uh, laptop or the computer. So it, I assume that there's fiber. And fiber is going to be safer instead of having microwaves enter my home, which I'm not sure what that microwave is going to do to my family and my livestock. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so fiber sounds better if it's Ethernet, and uh, and I'm not technically um, have enough expertise to really talk about this, but I know one thing for sure: the military uses microwaves as a weapon. And if you're in an embassy, there's a good chance that if you're not in, in a Faraday cage, you're going to be cooked. And there are several staff members who have been seriously uh, damaged because they're being spied upon with microwaves. And so as far as I can tell, I want to keep microwaves away from me. Yeah, I don't blame you there, Seth. We've got to get a commercial break in, though. Thank you for calling today. Thank you. Yeah, good to talk to you. I'm on with Mayor John Pike with St. George City Mayor. Uh, weather break coming up. Uh, when we come back, we'll have more with Mayor, including some other projects and other surveys that St. George City is putting together. And we'll be right back. Live from the Hash House of Go-Go, here's Andy Griffin. Thank you. Yeah, I'm live at Hash House of Go-Go. I actually got my uh, oldest son sitting next to me, AJ. Thanks for coming today, AJ. And, uh, of course, uh, it's Mayor Thursday. We've got Mayor John Pike on the phone line with us. Mayor, we also have another caller on the line. You okay with taking a okay. phone call? Yeah, you bet. All right, caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor John Pike. How are you today? Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. It's Don Bush. Um, I'm actually... Going back and forth with this, with this bandwidth thing, because I used to have an Internet company. I was a carrier's carrier in L.A. for many years before I, I uh, got out of there and moved to Paradise. But people are losing their minds over this idea of, of bringing infrastructure into our community. Uh, I, I'm applauding the idea of, of actually doing some research to see how we can get some more high-quality bandwidth into this community. Multiple streams of high-quality fiber would be a, a very good thing for our community. Because people never seem to complain about, gee, um, how, how do I get real estate next to a highway for my business? Because it's going to mm. make it so that I, I can grow more. That That's exactly the same idea with if we actually have uh, high-quality Internet access here. Uh, if, we, if we're able to bridge that gap a little bit more, uh, the Silicon Slopes thing um, could be a real reality for, for our uh, tech rich. I mean, there's, there's some things that need to be done so we can actually bring in some of the people that really want to be here. Because um, I still have a problem with everybody up north selling all the great things that are in Utah, and they're talking about all the things that we have here in southern Utah. Then they wind up moving their businesses up there in, in the tech community because they don't think there's anything here. Now, yeah. I'm also of the, the opinion that uh, the city should not own or, or maintain uh, Internet companies. That shouldn't be the, the, um, the job of, of, you know, government. And I think you would agree, Mr. Mayor. But, I mean, yeah. to, to actually have a study to say, is it a good idea to do? I'm like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, what, what's your thought be. on that? I mean, because I've been watching people go nuts over it. Yeah, I yeah, there's you know different opinions on it, and again, we want to hear that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I would not like the city to you know be in the business, um, but maybe we can help you know facilitate it one way or another. And and I, like I say, I don't know all the the ways to do that yet, but there are some out there and we're aware of a few ways and 
so we'll we'll see what we hear um hopefully more than just anecdotal we want to you know we want to see what people um what what a variety a wide variety of people think so yeah tom i think you bring up a really good good point in that uh you know we hear people complain all the time what is st george well it's construction and tourism but yep. you know what? We're more than that, and we can be much more than that if we can can uh, enable technology companies to come here and be able to operate their business like they want to. Yeah. Well, the other thing too right. is, is uh, if your kids are anything like mine, they're spending all day on the computer anyway. Uh, they don't yeah. touch a phone book anymore. They they do everything electronically. So if if we don't start leaning in the curve a little bit more, we're going to be left behind. Uh, it's it's just one of these things of um, it's a necessary evil. But to answer the last caller's question about what's the difference between fiber and and uh rga 45 or twisted pair basically uh, our, uh fiber is just a, a a glass uh cable that that you admit light through and then the uh switches convert that light into uh the data that's required so that we can actually go longer distances a lot faster over the light and then usually the last mile is done over copper, which, which looks kind of like your phone line. That would be an RJ12. An RJ45 is just more twisted pair that makes it so that you can actually complete that last mile and doesn't have the same range. But interior wiring should be of the RJ45 uh, type of a scenario, and up to the house should be up to fiber. So I, I agree that um, if we had the option of lighting most of the houses uh, in this community with fiber, we'd actually have a, a very tech-growing community here as well because it would attract more people you have people in the provo area that are attracted there for uh, for technology because they they actually have fiber to the home that was a google mm-hmm. project but you know mm-hmm. i mean we're not talking about should we spend billions of dollars down here i, I don't think so but there, we should allow uh free market companies to help with that process and maybe talk about what are the best ways of doing so because uh you know we have a, a very good data center here and we'd probably have a lot more business if we had multiple routes to it. Yeah, yeah, good call. And I, you know, one of the questions in the survey, Mayor, and if you'll confirm this, is how much would you be willing? How much would you be willing to pay to have those kinds of speeds, that kind of improved internet? And and I dare say, I would I would be very happy to pay, say, seventy bucks a month if I could have a gig, you know, download speed. That that would be worth it to me, big time. That's you know, and personally, that's where I am. Uh, Andy, I, and that is why we're asking that specific question, and because that will help us as we look and see, you know, what you know market prices might, you know, might be covered by those opinions, you know, in terms of what people will spend. So, yeah, I think we. That's why we want to know, you know, what do you have? What do you like? What do you need? What do you pay? And what might you be willing to pay? That that'll help us. And, you know, this will be, you know, public information. So we'll be able to utilize that and others, too. So, you know. Yeah, oh, last well, I guess, yeah go ahead. I guess to wrap up my point on this is uh, I'm applauding the idea of, of doing this study to see uh, what we can bring here. Um, but more of the point is let's see if we can we can combine with uh, private market to have them take care yeah. of the rest of it to, to make sure they pay for it. Yeah, good call, Tom. Thank you. Very good call. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Well, let's get uh, let's get one last commercial break in. I'm on with the mayor, John Pike of uh, St. George City. I'm live at Hash House of Gogo. He's live. I'm. Are you in a hotel room or where are you at, Mayor? I'm actually just at a at a uh, office building in uh, Salt Lake City right now. 
just okay. just kind of arriving. We've been driving, and now we're just arriving. So, well, we miss you. I will say this, Mayor: uh, your tangerine pineapple drink is being uh, 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 kind of chowed down on by my son right now. Excellent. So. Well, I'm, I'm glad for him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's enjoying. He's got a smile on his face. All right, we'll, we'll step aside for one last commercial break. Uh, again, I'm on with Mayor John Pike. It's Hash House of Go-Go and Mayor Thursday back right after this. Good to be here. Andy Griffin live at Hash House of Go-Go. I want to thank Joe Shoney, a local mortgage expert serving southern Utah for over 25 years. Joe specializes in home loans, refis, reverse mortgages, and much more. Uh, focuses on customer service. A couple of reviews that to look at. This is Alan. And Leverkin said, Jonah's team were amazing to work with. They always returned my phone calls if they didn't answer, and it was the easiest loan process I've ever done. Uh, let's see. And, and then Richard, Richard in Duck Creek said, Joe is very personable and explicit regarding the procedures for getting loan processed. If you want to get a hold of Joe, number is 435-586-0063, or you can email Joe, joe.shoney, that's S-C-H-O-N-E-Y, at N-A-F-I-N-C. Dot com. We are live at Hash House of Go-Go. Well, I'm live at Hash House of Go-Go. Mayor John Pike is uh, at a, a business, uh, getting ready for a business meeting up in Salt Lake City, but the mayor did take his time out of his schedule to get us on the line. Mayor, thank you so much for doing that today. Hey, you bet, Andy. Can you still hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, you're coming in loud and clear. I, I appreciate that. Good. And, well, uh, it's, it's great, and I appreciate you having me on and working with me today, so... By the way, folks, so we will have Mayor actually is going to be on for a second week in a row next week because we missed him last week. So I thought, well, let's get him on this week. Of course, last week was 4th of July. And then we'll get him on next week as well. And I assume you'll be here to get some of this great food uh, next week, Mayor. You bet. Yeah, next week I'm good. <laughs> okay, looking looking forward to it. I'll have them fire up uh, one of their world-famous pancakes here that's as big as a pizza for you or something like that, okay? Now, will you talk great. a little we talk a little bit about the uh, the other uh, kind of thing you were seeking input on it, it, the parks and recreation and, and uh, trails and things like that. What is your end goal there as you're working on that, Mayor? You know, that's essentially a 10-year plan. And, you know, we've been working on this for several months now. Um, and, and it's really we just want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to kind of weigh in and say, you know, you know what things would you like uh, us to prioritize when it comes to parks and the you know uh, trail system, you know, the you know pickleball, other sports fields and uh, recreation arts, and we've you know we've had a lot of good input from um, from people in person as we did some uh, some uh, open houses, if you will. Uh, we've, we've had an online survey and now we're, you know, asking people to kind of look at sort of the draft plan and say, what do you think? It's a master plan. We call it for, you know, arts, parks, recreation, and trails. So it's really just to, you know, honestly, it's to let people have a, you know, a, a really, a, I hope a meaningful, uh, say on what we do where and, uh, over the next 10 years, and, and then that will help us uh, as a city and, and especially the mayor and council to then prioritize the budget every year because we can point to this this uh, this 
survey slash master plan when it's all put together and say, see, here's what people said. And, um, you know, it's, it's your city, if you will, you know, it's, I always tell people that you're the owners, you ought to be able to, you know, uh, let us know how you'd like to see us operate it. And in this case, uh, what you'd like to see us do in, in those areas, our arts, parks, trails, uh, facilities, and recreation. So, There's a couple of things that come to my mind as you were talking about this, Mayor. Number one is there always seems to be a really vocal minority. How do you guard against something like that when it, when it comes to a project like, like you're talking about? It? I mean, there's always going to be those one or two people that are very passionate about something that maybe isn't necessarily the best for the entire city. Yeah, you're very right, uh, Andy. And so we, you know, it's one of the reasons why we've tried to do multiple venues, if you will, you know, different mm-hmm. places, uh, different you know times, and you know, different uh, by venues. I also mean online versus in person versus in writing. Right. Uh, we've really, you know, tried to uh, give you know get as many different um, uh, neighborhoods as well as different, you know, segments of the population, an opportunity to weigh in. And we've had great participation. I really applaud uh, the citizens for being engaged with this. And so I think we, we will obviously sift through that. And, and, you know, one of the things we are left with is to really, you know, the, the true prioritization becomes evident with what the council decides to fund, you know, yeah. and so we, we have to look at that. And for example, we have a we have a growing uh, population of people that are very interested and active in pickleball. You know, oh yeah, I, I'm one of them. Yep, yep. And so you know, um, we have built. You know, in the last few years, we completed 12 new pickleball courts. Um, at the ton- or at the uh, Little Valley Complex, so we now have 24 uh, courts there, which is great for every day as well as, you know, for tournaments. But we have a, a large group of folks that are involved with the Pickleball Association that are saying, really, we could use another 24 courts oh, for the boy. bigger, larger, you know, more regional tournaments. And so we've got to kind of figure out, okay, that We've had a lot of emails on it, for example. I would, I, I don't know how many, Andy, but I would guess 100 at least. Wow. And uh, that's been in the last week and a half. And so, so I have to say to myself, okay, I want to listen uh, to that, but I've also got to um, consider that there are people that are saying, well, you know, we want more bike trails. And, and we have some people saying, well, we'd like you to do more pickleball, but spread it around. In other words, build some courts at other parks and yeah, on the know, west side or, or exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, we may have to kind of and we'll talk. This is the beauty. This isn't the end. This is really the beginning. And even when you get a, a, a master plan in place, it's it's not going to be unchangeable. You know what I mean? It will it will be modified, and it, it doesn't just sit on a on a shelf. It's going to be our you know, our guidebook, but it, it can be modified in, in that, you know, we'll fund what we decide to fund based on the availability of, of dollars at the time and and as things change. And so one thing I would want to do is talk to the, they call them the soup group, the Southern Utah Pickleball Association. Love to talk to them and say, hey, so what if there was a compromise? What if we could begin, 
building, and it may take us some years, uh, another complex at another location on the west side, as you said, of town, um, so that we could have, uh, you know, a, a large number eventually of courts, but, you know, spread things out a little bit so that people in Green Valley and Tonaquint and, you know, those kinds of areas have access to uh, a nice facility as well. Does that meet the needs of a tournament if you were to be in two or three locations? You know, one yeah. at Sun River, one at Little Valley, uh, and one at, uh, let's just say, you know, uh, somewhere on the west side. I don't know where it would be yet. So those are the good discussions that can come out of the the letters and emails and input that we're getting uh, still today. So we'll yeah, right. through that. Yeah. Very well put, and, and I, I would hope that that actually would maybe maybe uh, address what what thereafter. Uh, Mayor, we do have a couple of callers on the line. We're down to about to seven or eight minutes, so we want to make sure we get to them. Uh, caller on line one, uh, you're with Andy and with Mayor Pike. How are you today? Good morning. I'm fine. Good morning. What's on your mind? Yeah, yeah, Mayor, you're talking about uh, uh, trails, and there's an area that's really going to be developed now, open up. I know part of it's in Ivan's, but it goes through to St. George's. It's the new big extension of Entrada, which is going to come off Snow Canyon by the roundabout with the horses and go through to Pioneer. And, I mean, there is an unbelievable opportunity for tra- real, really interesting trails out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're aware of what's going on, but... Yeah, I'm I'm aware of it. it yeah, at least I think it's the one. And there are actually two different developments that are that are close by there. Um, one is going to be another Entrada-like, you know, golf course community, and that's going to be rather large. Uh, that is in Ivans, um, I believe, in its entirety. Um, but it obviously, you know, butts right up against St. George. So we would certainly right. want to cooperate and. We are always wanting to uh, connect to and and have uh, not only residential but you know commercial and and park connections to trails. So yeah, we we would certainly want to be a part of that kind of thing. Yeah, because that's really a very unique area, you know, with all the, all the lava flows and and I'm sure some of that will be taken up, but some of it will be left too. But you know, just one of the yeah, things awesome. that we need to keep 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 our eye on. Thank you, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Great point. Let's go to line two. Caller on with Mayor Pike and with Andy. How are you this morning? I'm good, Andy. Mayor, thank you for taking the time to come and talk about this. A uh, question that I've always had and wondered about is where do we draw the line on what a municipality provides for its people? on the backs of the taxpayers. You know, it's great to have all these amenities as a city, but if there's such a high demand for it, why don't we let private industry take care of the demand, and then those who enjoy it can pay for it, and the rest of us can enjoy a tax break. Well, and that's the, the, you know, that's the $100,000 question. You know, that is always the thing that is on our minds as elected officials is, you know, what can we provide, what should we provide, you know, and what should we not provide. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll probably not see, other than because 
uh, work with developers who are doing like major residential developments, we will ask them, sometimes require them to put in a trail, for example, that's public, um, in exchange for some of the densities they need. So sometimes you're not paying for them directly, and those that are essentially buying into that development are helping to pay for those. But you'll see that happen sometimes. But aside from that, who would pay to put, put in uh, to, to put in or build trails? You know, I think that probably is a generally speaking a city function. Um, well, you know, and, and we, we spent a lot of time talking about pickleball. Is that something that, you know, would a private industry be interested in doing that? And for, you know, as me, as a, as a pickleball player, would I be interested in paying for pickleball? And I would say right now the answer is, well, no. I'd, I'd rather have it included in my taxes and be able to yep. go on a Thursday night or a Saturday morning and just go play. Yeah, and that's where it gets, you know, gets dicey sometimes because we have uh, – great people on both sides of these kinds of uh, uh, debates and they're fair debates in terms of, you know, wh- where's that rec center? Um, we have our little rec center on 400 East. That's the old U- uh, National Guard Armory, but we haven't built a new rec center. Well, should we? Well, one of the reasons we haven't is because we've said we know we'd have to spend a lot and we'd have to subsidize it. And should we, when there are all the gyms and, you know, clubs that there are now, when there weren't 20, 30 years ago. So we really try to look at the things that a lot of people will enjoy. Think of your sports fields. Lots of different sports can enjoy those soccer fields. They're not just soccer fields, you know. And and so it's it's a balancing act. Uh, we know that. Uh, the other thing we think about is what economic impact do these things have? Can we benefit with while people are down for other reasons uh, in town? Can we benefit by offering you know fields and courts that will help us pay and essentially subsidize them for those of us that live here full time? So those are the things that we take into account as we decide what to get into and what not to. Yeah, and, and it is a balancing act because we want yep. we want this place to be attractive to visitors. They, they so they'll come down here and spend money, and we can get yep. you know their, their their hotel taxes and their restaurant taxes and things like that. But uh, by the same token, uh, I, I see I see the balancing act you have to walk, Mayor, and it's it, it's yeah. uh, not an enviable one. But you chose it. You're the mayor. You I did. <laughs> I signed up. Yep. Oh man. Well, uh, I, I will say this. First of all, I you know I, I think you're doing a great job, and I feel like St. George is a place that is attractive, um, not just because we live near Zion, as as Kevin Lewis would say, Greater Zion, yep. uh, but but because we have the incredible trails, and we have uh, pickleball courts, and we have the sports fields, like 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 you were saying, and and so I haven't actually looked at your master plan, but I'm gonna I'm gonna peruse it this week, and we could talk about it some more on the show next week, Mayor. Oh, I would love that. That'd be great. We are, uh, believe it or not, we're out of time. It's uh, been Mayor Thursday at Hash House of Go-Go with Mayor Pike on the line today. We'll have him back in person uh, next Thursday. But thanks so much for listening. Mayor, thank you for joining us. I know it's not easy holding a phone to your head for an hour, but I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thank you for the opportunity, and thanks to everyone that called and who are listening in. 
All right, that'll do it from Hash House of Go-Go on Mayor Thursday. I'm Andy Griffin. Join me tomorrow for Open Line Friday.